Wow, wow, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We couldn't even hold back from talking about the video right before we started this. <laughs> oh, my God. That was amazing. Yeah, and, that was. Uh, you had the opportunity to see it yesterday. I forgot what I saw yesterday or- today. My days are just blurring together right now, but it's still just as good the second time. For anybody who doesn't know what the hell is going on right now, we just had a premiere of We Are Volo 6 uh, on our YouTube channel. We had... We had like 550 people watching it. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's we, insane. At one point, we had 556 people watching at 556. Yeah. Oh, really? That out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's crazy the way the universe works. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, amazing video. Um, we're going to have the guy, the man himself, Ivan Nars, on our show today to talk about the video that we just witnessed. And, you know, everybody's talking about it now. Um, but before yeah. we get into that... Welcome to episode 79, by the way. I kind of jumped the gun. We jumped the gun. Yeah, we we got, were, we're, so, we're too excited right now. We were so stoked. But, you want to um, go skate. Welcome to episode 79. Um, before we get into that, I'm sorry. You wanted to talk about what we're doing this coming up next few days, right? Oh, you want to do that first? Okay. Oh, I don't know. What did you want? Did that, did, was it spiel <laughs> time first? I, I think so. Let me get do the spiel. I'll get the, the flyers ready. Okay, so everyone, welcome. If you haven't been here before, please follow us on all of our social media platforms. We have a YouTube, go to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button and hit the notification bell. So when we get these stories and we, when we have these movie nights, you have an alert on your phone, go to Instagram, give us a follow, go to Facebook, give us a like. We have an iTunes, uh, please go there and give us a five-star rating. Give us a comment. If you want to go to YouTube, give us a review, a comment, a share. These things, they really help. The interactions matter. Um, and we have a Patreon. We are offering all this new Patreon exclusive content lately. We are um, doing like three pieces and these other things like trick tips and things that are fun. So please check that out. If you want to be a patron, you could be a patron for as little as $1 um, a month. And yeah, that's, that's my spiel. Thank you for bearing with me. That was amazing. You're, you're warmed up again. I could tell. Ah. I feel the vibes. <laughs> Thank um, you. But yeah, so we, as we mentioned on our show last week too, that was last week, right? With Lurch? Yeah, yeah last week. Damn, I don't know what the hell's going on right now. It's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, like it's we mentioned 2020, show, man. Yeah, don't even... it's, it's coming to an end now. We're, uh, all, we're all in it in some strange <laughs> way. <laughs> so like we mentioned last week on our show with Lurch, um, we are having a donate and skate. So we are trying to reach out to as many less fortunate countries or cities or people, whatever, around the world to be able to donate some skates and get people, you know, in the holiday spirit to, you know, spread this thing that we call skating and blading. So we're having an event in New York that I'm hosting. We're having an event in LA that Billy is hosting. You could also send in stuff too. Um, Mm -hmm. But let me just throw up the uh, flyers real quick. Um, The one I'll talk about, the one in New York is, is going to be at, no, that's the LA one. That's yours. The one in New York, Jump Street, Donate and Skate New York City is going to be at Asgard Ledges. That's the new coping turn ledges underneath the uh, Kosciuszko Bridge um, at 528 Stewart Avenue in Brooklyn. It's going to be this Saturday, December 5th at 12 p.m. So if you have skates that are in decent condition, um, frames, wheels, bearings, anything that someone else could use, bring it, donate it. We're going to collect them and send them out. We're going to get together a bunch of care packages to send to different places we're going to hold a fundraiser next week to be able to do all this stuff. So this is the first step is getting people to donate all their stuff that's sitting around their house anyway. So if you're going to be in New York, in the New York area this Saturday, come through December 5th at 12 p.m. 
Um, if you don't have anything, come skate anyway. We're just going to be sessioning the whole day at, this, at these uh, amazing coping ledges. So turn up, as they say. Yes. And if you're not in New York, we're doing something in LA, more specifically Long Beach on Saturday, December 5th at 12 p.m. at Houghton Skate Park. It's at 1170 East Harding Street in Long Beach. It's a donate and skate. Um, if you have any old skates, like Austin was just saying, um, old frames, uh, wheels that are in good condition, please bring them. We are going to collect those. We are going to do a fundraiser on an episode to collect money to send them out to places where people do not often have the ability to get skates, um, whether that be Africa, whether that be South America, please reach out to us, whether it be the United States, wherever it may be, please reach out to us on uh, at uh, jumpstreetpodcast at gmail.com if you need some skates. And if you're not going to be in any of those two areas, whether it be New York or LA or Long Beach more specifically, you can donate another way. Please go to jumpstreetpodcast at gmail hit us up directly and you can send us your skates. So you can send us your extra product if you are feeling in the holiday spirit. So that's going to be happening December 5th, Saturday, 12 PM uh, at Houghton skate park. Hi, oh, yeah. Super excited about this. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a while because people always hit us up saying that they can't get skates to wherever they are, whether it be financial reasons or because of shipping or what have you. So this is a great way and a great opportunity for us to help out these people and, you know, get them to skate. So Everybody will see you this weekend. Looking forward to it. That should be cool. Hell yeah, definitely. I'm excited about it. And, and everyone, oh yeah, everyone that uh, donates, by the way, yeah, that's how we take say. your name. We put you in a little, the, the spinny thing that's- We'll, we'll uh, do a few drawings. We'll do a few drawings yeah, for different things. Yeah, a few things. drawings, random selectors, and three people will be able to get something from our online store. And everyone that donates will get a letter from Austin and I that says where your skates went and a thank you letter. So please, everyone who wants to- uh, be a part of that. We would very much appreciate that. Hey, that's going to be cool. It would be uh, very cool. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about that. We'll see you all this weekend. Um, but as of right now, we're ready for our guest who just put together that masterpiece that we just witnessed. Wow. I'm still in awe. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get him in here to talk about it. Everyone, everyone, welcome Ivan Nares. Let's see if he's ready. He's not even ready. I'm ready. Well, I don't see your face. Oh, well, the, the camera. <laughs> there you go. There he is. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. It's a looks different in there from when we did our test earlier today. Sunset. Well, it's dark now. Yeah. It was brighter in the morning, but now it's dark. But there's a lot of crap. There's a lot of crap everywhere. That's for sure. No, yeah, good. It's, it looks good. Thank you for joining us, and good evening. Good evening. <laughs> for, uh, thanks for the stream. It was nice. Oh, yeah. That that was sick. That was a. Uh, for everyone wondering out there, that was um, Ivan reached out to us to do that for you guys to have uh, a free viewing of the movie. So everyone, not only thank him for putting that together, but thank him for hosting the free viewing for everybody because it's available now. We have links in the description, by the way, of this video for everybody to go and purchase the video. We are Vilo 6. So if you haven't already, please do so. Um, support this project because it's an amazing thing. And it's really cool to see skate videos like this on these platforms rather than just YouTube or Selfie. Like they're available on Amazon, Apple TV, iTunes, Voodoo. I don't even know what the hell that is, but it's on there. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm checking the regions because I'm emailing, I emailed the distributor today because like it's available on all of those within our country. Right? What the hell is that? I live on the, by the tracks. You know? What the fuck? Yo. Wait, you never heard of a train? 
We got you who lives on the train tracks. We had Lurch last week that whose smoke alarm goes off and like all day, yeah. like it's normal. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, the people got to use the train. How often it, does that it, happen? At, at, how once in, probably once every thirty minutes or something. Oh, okay, so we're gonna have this a few times in this episode. Perfect. <laughs> or something. It's a nice sound. Yeah. All right, so I could continue. By the way, I was saying, um, I'm I'm in the process of figuring it out where or which countries it is available on which platforms, you know? I know that in America it is available within all of those, but let's yeah. say in like Japan, I think I think like it seems to me that on Vimeo, like Vimeo On Demand, it is available everywhere. But on like iTunes, maybe it's available, or it is available in America, but I'm not sure it's available in Canada. And I only find out this stuff when other people message me about it because mm-hmm. obviously I'm not in these other countries trying to download it. I mean, I'm not trying to download it at all really because okay. I already have it. I'm surprised you don't get that info before, like your distributor telling you where it's actually available for people. Because what if you're advertising it? You wouldn't want to advertise the countries you don't know are getting. Yeah, well, I mean, it is it is available everywhere through certain platforms. But yeah, I guess I just didn't get that information. But I also didn't ask for it, so maybe I should have asked for it. You know, we should have got a VPN sponsor for this episode so that everyone can get a VPN and download it no matter where you are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess I could try that. I was thinking about trying that with all the links, but it's a little too much work. No, nah, it's a lot of work. But since we're on the subject already and we're going to dive in, because I spoke to you the other day and you had a lot of cool and interesting stories about this um, project. But for the most part, like the main thing about this um, is that you are getting it on these platforms that we're not used to seeing skate videos. Oh, my God, that fucking train. Wow. Less <laughs> less than every 30 wow. minutes. It sounds nice inside here. I don't know what. Yo, what? guys, if you guys want to kick down some money in the super chat and like help my boy get out of this spot. <laughs> I'm actually moving next week, but I'm moving to a bigger apartment within the same building. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. It's, it's so thick. They should stay here, dude, all night. You, but yeah, you, dude, I would love to. When do you leave? I got, I got to get there before you leave. When no, you I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live. I'm going to have two apartments. We, we, we have two? We, this is my working studio where I live now. And okay. then the other one's going to be another apartment. So. I'll come there. I'll be like a, a, a land keeper. You know, I'll keep the land. Okay. <laughs> By the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't just, know. I'm just, uh, I'm bring just throwing a, it. Bring a tent, just, you know? Bring, bring a tent. tent. Yeah. Bring some earplugs, too. And a van. Yeah, uh, um, so, um, yeah, back back to where we go were ahead, yeah. about the, the distribution, whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, so how, how does this work? Is this something that, like, other people could do for their videos? Because this is something that we should be focusing on and getting this is part of getting bleeding out there to for more eyes to see it and something like amazon is huge i was telling people before to rate it and and, and leave reviews and stuff on amazon and itunes also because i'm sure that helps in some way too for them to promote it or it somehow yeah. to gain popularity yeah i mean i, I would assume and, and i don't know this because you know it's been so long since we did volo five which was what at that time it was you know itunes was really the only platform that was that was available for Vala Four and for Vala Five, mm-hmm. but now that like you know obviously, uh, media distribution has has gone so 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 wide you know, and there's so many different avenues that you can download from that, like, this time around I didn't I didn't really know how I still don't really know how it's going to be because <laughs> because I haven't done it, but having putting it on the platforms is I I think to me is is really important because it does give a lot of access to people that normally maybe may not watch it. And like, and, and, you know, right now we're selling it for, for 10 bucks, which, which is pretty cheap and cheaper than I wanted to sell it for. But that's about the base price of, of let's say a skateboarding film or a snowboarding film. So like in order to compete with those, those other sports on the same platform, then clearly you got to sell for the same price. And 
and that's fine with me. But I didn't consider the, that. The real goal is is eventually then it will be streaming, just just like Vol Five is, and then like I think if it does well on these platforms when you sell it, then then you're able to stream it on just as many platforms that that are that are just as popular, you know, to to get people to watch it for free because that's that's really the ideal situation. I mean, I mean it's great to to make money off of it and that's cool, but really it's like to have someone come across it and 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 be like oh this is sick like maybe i want to go skate you know or i want to try skating and and really that's that's the plan and and, and you're not going to yeah. find that with with stuff that you sell on selfie and, and not there's anything wrong with that but it's like the the stuff on selfie and the stuff that like this is stuff that people make for our market within our market right and and that's great because that also has to happen but there's then the people have to try and make things for for the greater markets that are that are yeah, out for there. sure so that it's accepted in, in a, it's, so it's like standardized, I guess you could say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and for it to be honestly, $10 for that is actually really cheap because yeah, no. <laughs> the things that go down on South Fire, like one part or $5 is yeah. like the standard and that's a 69 minute video. So much, so many epic tricks in it. I was just watching it right now and I was like, in the first five minutes into it, I was like, okay, like I have to get this <laughs> because I got to rewind all these tricks. First of all, can we, before we get into the, can we talk about your section and your skating in this? I was, I was skating. You were <laughs> ripping in this. Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I spent a lot of time not skating, you know, maybe like during Vol 5 or Vol 4. I know skating, but not like hard. And then like, you go to all these places, right? And then you're like, damn, this spot is pretty sick. Maybe I'll just come back to it. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll just, yeah. and then, like a common thought. And then at one point you're like, well, I'm down here like in Brazil. And like, maybe I'm not gonna come back to it. <laughs> so instead of being like, oh, I think I got this. It's like, all right, like maybe I should at least try it versus like the things you think you can do versus the things that you actually do. And so just a little bit more motivation as you get older to like really push yourself because who knows how long I'll be skating at like a level that is acceptable within my mind, you know? I mean, I'll be skating forever as long as I can, but maybe not, not to the degree that I wish that I could. And also, like, when will you be in that yeah. s- scenario again? When will you be at this certain spot at that age, at the time? Like, if there's, yeah. you know, so it's... With that, like, emotional sentiment and, like, you know, being exactly, really stoked in a lot exactly. of Exactly. With that whole energy around yeah. at the same time. So it's just, like, yeah. yeah. So it's just, like, yeah. I could see that being a real motivator for those kind of moments. Yeah. So that was, I guess that was the reason. But it, but it is hard. It's hard to film and skate, you know, because, because film yeah. is tiring for sure, like, you know, I'll film Victor and he'll take like two hours to land a train. Granted, they're always really hard. <laughs> they're always really hard. So, so respect there. But, you know, after like filming two, two hours, man, I ain't skating. You know, I'm so bright. Like all I want is like a beer or something, you know. So it's yeah, kind of the fund of, of making sure everyone is stoked on what they're doing down there, but also be like, all right, let me get like five minutes or something. Do you, do you have a, a way to work around that? Because I've fought with the same issues too, filming videos back in the day. That's why I don't really film. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself a filmer anymore, but it was tough, you know, like you're saying, filming people for, you know, hours sometimes trying to get a trick and you're like, damn, I want to get this trick. I want to do this. I want to do this, but you can't, you're filming. And then by the time, like the person laces at the trick, you either get kicked out, it's too late, you're too tired, whatever. And it sucks to deal with. Is there anything you do to like, look at that differently or approach it differently? I, I think for this particular one, like the crews were smaller, you know, because like, Essentially, this whole one was like, obviously there was, it was like the last few years of Volo and Volo was on its way out. 
but we were all skating and so i still wanted to make something with with the people that that i was skating with which happened to be skating this particular brand but 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 it's like i funded the whole thing myself and and so it was really just my video with my friends who all happened to skate volos right and so and so the crews were smaller because we didn't have a ton of money it was like me and like we go to brazil and it's me and victor and and that was it and then the next time it was just me and Misugi, and that was it and then there's like people within brazil or like japan or whatever a place that we went but but because the crews were smaller it's like a little easier to to film stuff myself versus like when we went to barcelona with like eric and alex and victor and kazi and john and you know like mm -hmm. there's like seven people that all want to film and at that point it's just not gonna happen but but when there's less people that feel the need to like you know this need to fulfill uh, your day or like get a, get a trick that you're stoked on every single day and you have seven or eight people that all want to do that then then i'm not going to be the ninth you know yeah those, those two yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the session spots are tough when it's like you yeah. go to a spot and there's just like eight people just like annihilating this spot and you're like okay well i have to film this as opposed to going to like one specific thing and yeah. one person has a trick on it it's completely different completely different yeah. scenario yeah especially when you're skating with like alex roscoe who's just like annihilates anything you know? yeah <laughs> or yeah you're filming with just like or all just these like anyone people. in that crew yeah, yeah anyone anybody. in that crew in general yeah. holy moly like so many people showed out for this video of uh, Sugi and uh kaleo and it seems like you guys did a lot of traveling for it like you, i guess i saw it's you started in 2015 on this project and then in 2018 yeah. so um do you want to get into maybe like the beginning of the video and some of those uh, initial travels uh, with that crew yeah yeah i mean it was kind of just like whoever was around and down to skate you know because as i mentioned before because it was mostly like just we didn't have any more budget from the from the parent company right but like I still want to film and I still want to skate. And so it was like, okay, let's go to uh, Tijuana this weekend for five days, you know, and whoever's down, whoever's around and let's do that. And we do things like around like the blading cup because people would come to the blading cup and, you know, Anthony would come or Stu or Robbie or, you know, whoever, so each of whoever was around, we'd go to, we'd, we'd try and plan things there in order to try and make it more affordable because I, I couldn't, I couldn't pay for everyone to, to go everywhere, you know, I could, I could pay for one person to go to Japan, you know, but, but maybe that's it. And so. That's so pretty good. Is, did it come out of your pocket after that point? Um, I mean, yeah, John helped me like, well, he would help because he flew people for contests. Right. And that was the primary purpose for was for, for the blading cup or whatever. But then I'd be like, I'm going to steal them, you know, <laughs> We're gonna do our own project and so yeah yeah it was it was it was funded by me entirely yeah yeah i mean i don't think a lot of people know and correct me if i'm wrong by saying this but most of all at least most of the videos that i know that you made with valo and john they're they are valo videos they were valo videos but they're actually like ivan nara's videos that happen to be with the valo name correct because you have like pretty much all control over filming and editing and all that stuff right Am I right by saying? Yeah, that? I mean, I, I made all of them for sure. Uh, you know, in, in Volo 4 and Volo 5, the budgets from the funding from those projects came from the parent company mm -hmm. for like, you know, the yearly budget of the brand that we had to, to do whatever it was. And so we had money for it. But yeah, I filmed the whole thing and edited the whole thing. And then, you know, through those projects, me and John would try and find music and I would try and use 
John's influence because obviously he's a popular guy and like <laughs> people that are like, yo, we want to use this song in this project mm -hmm. and I'm the one making it, but you know, I'm also trying to use every avenue that I have in order to source licensing for music because that's like another, another thing on its own. That's like, that's really, it's, it's half of the battle of trying and when to you're doing it through iTunes, huh? Like when yeah, you're doing it legit, yeah. it's way different. Yeah. Because you have to go through, uh, I mean, that's why it took so long. It's like two years of emails and contracts and like, and it's, it's, it's really, it's a real struggle, especially when you're just like one guy who, who doesn't have that much money. You know, I don't have money like, like snowboarding or Red Bull or anything like that. You know, yeah. I, can't, I can't give you $5,000 to use your song. You know, yeah. I'd give you like 200 bucks maybe. You know, And even then I have to use like 20 songs. So like, but it probably helps when you got someone like Anthony who used uh, his own song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so there are people like Anthony who, who are also within the project or people like Jasmine from Portugal who were like, who skate already and people are like just down to like- Oh, Jasmine me. had a song in there? She had two songs in, in the Mexico stuff. Oh, oh no so. way. That's awesome. Really incredible. So like there are people who are fully down and not on major labels who can just like front the music because they understand that like there is, there is no money to be made, you know, like not, not for me, that's for sure at least, you know, maybe if you manufacture skates, but, but not for me. And so like to have people like that who are willing to support the project is, is really important because yeah. otherwise it, it wouldn't happen, you know, like not, not without me spending thousands of dollars, which, which I'm not, I don't know if I'm willing to do, you know, cause I don't have that much money either. And yeah. I don't want to work that much to, to prop, to fund something that would actually won't make any money. Well, that makes sense. But, yeah. but it's, it's there and, and now but it's, it's available. So it but happens. it's cool. It's cool that you had um, some original music in there from some skaters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is a, I don't know exactly the percentage, but maybe twenty five percent or something is, is probably from people that that skate. And like like Robbie's song is this guy uh, Kevin Roosevelt who's from L.A. and he skates. You know, granted that you know he he's on a major label, so seeking the licensing for that was a little bit more difficult because you stopped to go through Def Jam and you have to go through Universal because Universal owns Def Jam. And yeah. so like, you know, 500 emails later, sure, it, with, with a fee for a certain time period, it happens. But at least there's an initial push to be like, yes, I would like my song featured in this project because I'm down for this project and help this guy out, you know, because he's a skater. And, and, and it really takes someone who actually skates to understand that. Because if you're just like some, some guy at, you know, Universal Music Group, you don't, you probably don't give a fuck, you know, about like some guy who has no money who wants to license work for you or something you know yeah uh, it's crazy the process that goes through licensing music and a lot, i think a lot of people don't know it i don't really know it myself i'm just saying like um from what i hear from you and other people the process that it takes to license music i, I think there'd be like an easier way that should be like some sort of uh, i guess i guess like larger uh production companies have people for this specifically who do this and have yeah. library or whatever but this is all like grassroots and we're trying to figure it out on our own so that's why it takes two years to, to get music for a skate video. And it, it's insane that it takes that, that much time and effort. Yeah, man. I mean, you're telling me. What, was, that the, was that the only, that can't be the only reason why it took two years to come out. Because this was done in, was it, it actually done was, editing? It was done in 2018. And originally, all of the, all of the music, so, so the, a lot of the music had to change because initially there was someone who was helping me out, um, with, who was willing to help me out with the project on the music. But he wasn't able to help out anymore. So essentially I had to redo all the stuff that, that I thought was going to be okay. And, and, you know, this is like, it wasn't that much, but it was like a fifth of the video or something, you know, but 
at that time I felt like I was done. And so to have to like redo all this stuff again, it was just like, get a re-edit. Yeah. Yeah. Tons Oof. of that's so like, it was, it was really disheartening because it's just like, man, like, I mean, I've already spent four years on it and then to have to like spend another year doing all this other, other things and just to try and get it through all of these other avenues was really like, it, it really took a lot of motivation, which sometimes I didn't have, you know, because I had already put so much time into it, mm-hmm. yeah, but it, I, I don't want to let it die. So I'm, I'm going to keep pushing and keep moving forward and, and trying to make it happen. But but it was it wasn't easy you know the whole thing was like an uphill battle was there a moment when you were thinking um it might not come out no 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 i think just it was just slow you know like yeah. and i knew that eventually it would happen and at some points i was like well maybe i'll just fucking like use whatever you know like use anything you know and and that that's cool too but i don't know i think i just if I was just persistent and just kind of waiting for certain things to happen and eventually they happened, but it was, I never thought it wasn't going to come out, but I knew it was going to take a long time. Yeah. Or if you like had to like change songs or like go through that process, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was, I was willing to change songs. It was just like, I didn't know what. And then over the course of those three years or two and a half years after it finished, you know, I met more people and I, and I, had more friends that had more friends and and you know like through those avenues then i was able to source more music because eventually i had personal connections with more people and and that kind of just took the course of the course of time really and so in 2018 maybe i didn't have all of those connections but in 2020 then you know there are more people that i am friends with because because not only do i make skip videos but we also work on a lot of music videos and we work on uh, other films and advertisement and like stuff like that and there and and through those networks i meet people who understand the things that i'm doing and are down to to try and support it in in ways that they can you know and so it just took time it took time to find the right stuff and the right people so look, this video premiered twice before today it premiered at winter clash um 2019 yeah. and then blading cup 2018 yeah Damn. but like those are like only like three months four months apart so yeah but but still what was the with those i missed both those premieres because we were busy doing podcasts and both those uh, uh events but were those iterations the same that is finalized right now or were they different because if you were battling with yeah, those they were songs, they were different for sure oh so that's pretty cool then that you had premieres but they were just everyone saw a different kind of version of it until now yeah but like overall the idea was the same you know like the, 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 some of the music was different and and that's probably it but like the source within those those individual like edits w- was similar you know so so i would say that the vibe was always the same but the music changed but like the, the vibe was always the same yeah i, I didn't consider that till just now where you're saying that it took all the time for the music i'm like oh well if you premiered it two years ago <laughs> the music had to have been different by by then yeah oh yeah it's like a little different for sure i don't, I don't even know if i have the original i probably do somewhere but I've gone through like 25 different project files, you know, and like so many different versions that it's like, it's been a long road for sure. <laughs> and you guys went up, <clears throat> you guys went to like so many different places. Like um, what, tell me about some of these trips, like the trips to Brazil, Mexico, out in Europe. Like you guys put a lot of time into this. Japan. It's, a, it's, it's a 60, Japan. It's a 69 minute video. You don't see these kind of videos anymore. This is like an old school vibe. Like this is a cool guy. 
you, you don't get this too often, this kind of quality video. Yeah, well, it's because it takes so long. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. because exactly. Expensive too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, because I'm able to, like, I, I guess with that said, because I, because I funded the whole thing, and I was only trying to go to a bunch of places that I wanted to go to. Like, it's like, I heard, you know, uh, uh, although when we went to Brazil first, let's say, I think the first time we went to Brazil, there's, there's a guy there named Humberto. And so he brought us out for that because there was some sort of event there. And so we went there for like me and Victor for maybe a month or something. But then I was, I really fell in love with it because it, it's incredible down there. And so I was like, well, shit, let's go down there again, you know? And, and, and all I got to do is pay a thousand bucks to go there. And maybe Vasugi will come with me and, and he's down to book his own flight. And so like with, with, I guess saying that I funded the whole thing isn't entirely true because the people involved also helped pay for their own way in, in some, in some of the matters, you know, sometimes if they couldn't, then I would help and, and pay with what I can, but like the John paid for himself or other people pay for their stuff sometimes because they also want to be in the projects and I'm not like paying for everyone's food every day or anything like that. So it's just it like just the, the, the basics. Um, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, like some maybe I'll I'll try and find a place to stay for everyone, and 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 that's about as far as I can go sometimes. Yeah. But essentially, it was kind of just like places that I wanted to go. Like you know, we go to Thailand, and so each hits me up. He's like, "Yo, I'm going on vacation to Thailand. Do you want to go?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds pretty sick." <laughs> like, and and at that point, it's just me, and he's going there, and and Warpage is there, and Richie's there, and it's like, yeah, that sounds great, man. And it's not like it's not a huge expense. And, and we get to stay with Richie and, and it's going to be fun. Even, even if we're not even skating that much, it's going to be a nice time. So we'll, we'll try and film. And if that goes well, great. And if it doesn't, then at least I still get to spend three weeks in Thailand. You know? Yeah. And you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> at its base level was, was going to places that I really enjoyed going to. And then, you know, then you might as well skate while you're there too. So that's kind of, that's kind of the, the premise of the whole project really yeah did you go to australia too or no i i don't remember yeah but yeah. It, it was it was short because i went to i went to australia before i went to thailand on that same trip for like you know maybe a week or 10 days or something like that and i stayed with gav but it was it was so hot it was like 40 is it 40 degrees celsius you know which is like a hundred is are we speaking like an australian he's talking in, <laughs> talking i know both of them you know I, i've gone to your it was 40 times. degrees though wow that's like up what, like 105 110 nine, nine fits uh plus 32 or something like that. <laughs> there's, there's, there's you know formulas yeah. convert one side to the other or nine wow fits. that wasn't the same trip that i was in australia with you right because i remember it was culture. super high a different one it was super yeah. high it was also yeah. like 110 degrees yeah american that that trip yeah, which is like i don't know 42 or 43 or something yeah super hot super hot so yeah you you went to like the furthest parts of the globe to film this video which is also helps justify the the ten dollar price tag if some people were to say that it's high you know that that's like a drop in the bucket to what it costs yeah. to produce this thing. i wish you could do like the thing where people like choose to pay more if they feel like it you know because then maybe someone will give me 15 bucks instead of <laughs> well if people are super chatting these things we're splitting it with you too so you got some money there also yeah, coming in that's cool. Well, you guys should keep it. That's good. You, nah, you, nah, nah. You, you, you got to win a class. No, no, no. You work hard here. for it. You work hard for it. Come on. All right. But damn, they don't got that option on iTunes. You can't pay more. It's a flat 10. 
Oh my God. Too big of a business, you know? They're not going yeah. to If, if you guys like this video, buy it five times. Yeah, yeah. Well, so <laughs> buy, it, buy it like on four platforms, you know? And yeah. then, and then, that's true. Oh, there you go. Five, I, don't, I don't really know how many it's going to be. But maybe then also. Buy it on your phone, buy it on your computer, <laughs> buy it on your iPad. Sorry. Make different emails. Three months. In three months <laughs> yeah, make different emails. <laughs> I'm sorry, so, Ivan. Go, go ahead. In three months, it'll, it'll be streaming for free. So then eventually, and, and I'm sure that there will be money made off that. Although I, I don't really know the numbers. It's probably really small because, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it is. They're not going to give you that much money. But, but you still yeah. make money after it's for free? Like per view, you make money? Oh, okay. I don't know if it works per view or per minute or, or what, because, because right. I've also never done it. Although Volo 5 is streaming, but I don't, I don't even, I think every now and then I'll get like $5 from Vimeo or something, <laughs> something kind of small for, for things like that. So, but I've never really looked at like the actual analytics of, of what, what you get per view or per minute. Yeah. But I, from what I understand, it pays a certain amount per minute. Maybe it's of any. Or you yeah. know, if I were, penny, yeah, you know, if it's ten, the thousands of people watch it, then maybe it's a reasonable amount of money. It's probably like Spotify or something, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably like how YouTube is. People think you make so much money on YouTube, but you could make you could make like hundreds of thousands of dollars a month on YouTube. Yeah. But you have to be like that top tier. You have to have the hottest shit again, all those views. And yeah. I'm sure um, iTunes and Amazon and all that shit's the same thing. I'm sure that people do make that much money, but those like the real productions, like real yeah. Hollywood movies are making that much money. Yeah. You got to have like Julia Roberts in the project or something. You, know? you should have, should have hired some, some big names. You could have got like Leonardo DiCaprio in, in Valo six. No. I mean, maybe, but I don't know if he's that good of a skater. He's not as good as Vasugi. <laughs> not many people are as good as Vasugi. Uh, it's like yeah, that he got he's the got a good following. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm curious about you touched on this a little bit earlier. But we all know what ended up happening with Valo and how it became them skates. Um, I'm curious into what stage in the project you knew about this. Because I know different people knew throughout different stages and yes. how that affected the project as well. Like, did you find out? Did you know, like, off the bat? Did you know, like, halfway through it? Like, what, what was that like? Well, Valo didn't become them skates. Well, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, but John started his own company. Yeah, yeah. And so, so yes. And and Volo is still it doesn't actually exist, but, mm. but you know it is not owned by by me or anything like that. Yeah. And um, but I knew the whole time. When you started, you you knew yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, I already knew that it was on its way out, but like that 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 necessarily wasn't the reason why like I was making the project because I wasn't like trying to push. I wasn't trying to I was I wasn't trying to push the brand. I was just trying to push the idea you know because that that always exists regardless of the brands that are involved in in the industry and so to sell to sell the idea will always will always exist no matter what the name is mm -hmm. and so we're worse there we're we're skating we're and, and I'm, i wasn't gonna let something like that even though it was it was it was it was shitty and it was tragic but you know at the end of the day like people fall in love with skating because they actually enjoy to skate not 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 because of the politics of skating you know mm -hmm. that, that's actually my least favorite part about mm -hmm. this whole thing like like you can't skate with your friends because they skate different brands it's like dude whatever man just like skate whatever the hell you want like and choose to support the people that you want because you believe in what they're doing but if you don't then that's also okay come skating you know yeah w w am i wrong by saying that this is the first volo video that has skaters who aren't riding volo skates you're wrong 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, am I wrong? But Eric has a, uh, like a... <laughs> you <twist>. are wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's what I'm asking. I don't remember seeing that in, in yeah, Valve Eric 5. Yeah, and... had some clips in every Valve oh, yeah, that's that right. I made. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, there was there was people in general who had other brands. Like, I was never... I was never, like... I'm never against that by any means, you know, especially if you're, like, actually my friend. Maybe if you're not my friend and, and you're, and like, you're at a spot, maybe I won't film because I don't know you, like, on the personal level, you know? And, and then so, I like, think you're a dick after that. <laughs> that's, that's not the case but i just don't like i don't know you you don't know me i don't want to be like just come up and film you you know because maybe that's disrespectful i don't know yeah that's but, like too. if you're my friend and you're uh skating rollerblades like like cameron you know cameron Talbot is my good friend and he skates rollerblades but and, and that's great because tom heiser is cool too and 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 rollerblade is cool and i have nothing against them so i'm down to put him in my projects because he's my friend you know like, i i wish he was skating them skates but but, but you know th- th- there's no room for everyone that's the issue like you you can't it's it's impossible for one brand to support the whole industry and it's also not even fair to put all that pressure on john yeah yeah like because it's like what what is he gonna do he can't you know he's o- he's only one man yeah he, he can't give everybody skates you know I yeah mean, can, but how can he survive if he does that no so, exactly so so I, i'm down for for all brand, or most brands maybe not all brands but most <laughs> brands. I think you're down for your homies generally. I, right? I'm down for my homies, but I'm I'm yeah. just down for people to skate, you know. Yeah. Even if and they're that, not my. Homies. Yeah, but I feel that. I, but I'm more down for my homies for sure. Sure. Uh, just without without skating or anything. You know, like there was a big kickback, you know, against Shima with the with with the razor thing, but I, I just always thought like, hey, that's good for Shima, and Shima's yeah. done so much for blading, so that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, initially, I thought it wasn't that. I was like, ah, oh, like they're just like using his name you know like whatever and that's like not that sick but maybe that's true maybe maybe that is true i don't know but i mean maybe they are but but then i went to i went to the skate park and i saw this guy that i hadn't seen in seven years and he said he bought shimas because he was stoked that he bought he bought like he was stoked that those skates came out and then he so he he went skating for the first time in seven years and then i was like damn that's pretty sick like because even though he doesn't skate a brand that i prefer that's it's still really cool to see him skating and and i'm sure he's not the only one that that happened to and so yeah that said if if it gets more people to skate then then skate whatever you want you know because i'm for sure. i'm more down for more people to skate than than only people to skate with my crew you know for sure so i've seen that too on, on cool now like yeah i've seen it on so, facebook also that people posted like they got the shima re-release and they're like first pair of skates i bought in like 10 years or something like that and if that's what it took to get them to buy skates and start skating again then i guess you know that's good yeah i, I respect it for sure and, I, and obviously i, I mean I, I love shima and he's incredible so I, i'm stoked for him i don't think that i'm gonna skate them but i kind of i kind of want to but i'm probably not going to <laughs> but, but i like them you know i definitely no no that's okay skated that's okay. Them when i was younger so yeah, I, yeah. I had I had two pairs. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Did you? Yeah, for sure. I, I've never had a pair of those. Yeah. yeah, I had the white ones and the black ones, and one of my friends had the black ones. Victor, I think, had the black ones. Damn, that's when it was yeah. hot in the scene. I think by the time I noticed they were selling them, I think they were freaking sold out or something. I was like, whoa! <laughs> they, those, those, not that I would have, you know, or you well, I, not that not that I would or wouldn't, you know. Yeah, you were r- yeah. probably right for someone else at that time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I actually never really liked the the big Shima liner though. Even though I love Shima, I like I don't necessarily know if I want the liners super huge to say Shima. I think I blacked my. You don't like that? <sighs> I don't know. It's a little too big. <laughs> but that was that was part of the character. I, I like Shima, but I don't want to like wear a huge liner that says Shima. Right. Yeah. 
Although maybe I would wear them in my dance moves. That would actually be kind of sick. Yeah. <laughs> some so, some comedian had a bit about that. About uh, he's like, I'm a 30 year old man. I'm not gonna wear a shirt with another guy's name on it, referring to like uh, basketball jerseys. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm wrong. I guess it's uh, along those lines. It's similar. Sure. People love wearing jerseys. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, you know, it represents something that's cool. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Making, a, <laughs> trying to make a connection with the, uh, the thing. But I wear sweaters made by a 40 year old man. So you know. But yeah, man. Um, that that was a hell of a project, man. You did really good work, and uh, there were a lot of really good parts in there. Like John Vasugi was, um. You know, it seemed like you worked really close with him on that one. Yeah, I mean, we we spent a lot of time together. You know, that was when. So, so John has, he has a child now who's probably about two years old, young Louie, great kid. Hmm. Broken on my little cars the other day when he was here, but yeah, he's a good guy. Um, but before that, you know, we, we, because everyone else was kind of like working and stuff and, and I only freelance. So sometimes I'll take time off. Sometimes I don't, you know, but when I'm working on the projects, I'm trying to save, I'm trying to take time off to, to film. And John, John was able to spend a lot of time with me. Like, I was like, I want to go to New York. I want to drive to New York because I'd I'd actually never done that. And then and then I asked John to come with me, and and he came with me. You know, and that was cool because then we spent a lot of time together, just skating, talking, whatever. You know, we became really good friends. Um, New York. Well, we drove to New York, so throughout the whole time, over. And the he said he 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 had never been there. Um, no, I think he had been there. I had never driven there. Oh, you had never so driven there. I wanted there. Got to it. drive there because I had never driven across America. Yeah. And so that was like just a goal that I had to do at some point in my life, right? Yeah. You know? And so so with that, then, well, granted, we like stopped in Kansas City for like a week and stopped in Philly for a week. But, you know, we eventually made it there and made it to maybe one of the Bashi comps or something. That was like the, yeah. we left maybe a month and a half before, made it to the Bashi comp. Can I just say this really quick, by the way, since you mentioned you guys stopped in Philly, it was really sick to see Vasugi having clips in Philly. I don't know why. That just seemed like so cool. I love seeing that. Yeah. Like, you know, it was Different like, people. Man. Yeah. I was yeah. like, is but that, is that in Philly when I saw his clips? Yeah. So uh, I thought that was cool and uh, funny that you guys stopped in Philly. But go ahead. So after yeah, that, you went to the Bashi comp? Go back, you know, Sean yeah. Kelso, when you stay in your crib. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be down. Um, yeah. So essentially, we just spent a lot of time together. And, and so that's, that's why his, and obviously he's an incredible skater. So like that goes without saying, but then we'll, because we were able to spend so much time together, we were able to find the right places to film at, you know, whether it was Brazil or the salt flats in Utah or Philly or New York or California or San Francisco yeah. or Mexico. And, and so he, he came to a lot of the places that I wish he came to Japan for sure. Maybe I, I, I wish I'd, I wish he went there for sure. So. The, the Salt Flats was on the way to New York? Yeah, probably. We also went to Montana once. So I don't know if it was on which trip it would have been. So it was probably <laughs> on the way to New York. Yeah. How many times have you skated that spot? Because I went there with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Austin, you got to For a lot there. of people that don't know, you know, when me and Austin, uh, we skated for AWO, which was probably 15 years ago. Yeah, probably. Um, once we went to the salt flats, which is like this huge salt de- desert in Utah, which which is very moist. And we tried to drive on there to take a picture for like this BMAG article. And then the van got stuck. And then 
we had to like we were there for like hours and the tow truck comes and the tow truck gets stuck and then some like huge tractor comes out to pull out the tow truck and it's like 10 guys all in this huge church van 100 degrees too yeah it was so hot dude no shape but that spot is literally in the middle of nowhere there is nothing else around for miles and miles and miles it's just the road salt and then whatever the hell that thing is that we skated right but, yeah it was cool to see basugi again down i don't even really know what it is it's just some yeah like, what what is that thing it's just like a like a circle thing i don't know maybe <laughs> but, maybe, but, maybe but why is it there skate it. he'll is, probably loop it you know <laughs> is it art like He's, like what, what is that thing I yeah, think it's I like guess, a big tree, I guess it's right? Probably art, yeah. Because there's like this big tree next to it that's like these tennis ball looking things. And so I would just call it some sort of desert art if, if it was gonna be anything. Yeah. Just in the the middle of nowhere or it's it's like yeah, I mean it's it's on the way for, it's like in the downhill into Salt Lake City. So I wouldn't necessarily call it the middle of nowhere because the salt flats are like they're kind of their 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 own place, right? Okay. So yeah. It's not nowhere, but it, there is no, there's no civilization. That's for sure. Yeah. I remember it being miles and miles and yeah. mi- like it's hours. It's like from- an hour out of Salt Lake. So it's, it's not that far, but like when you're driving from California to Salt Lake, yeah, sure. It's 10 hours away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I, I want to ask you about making a Robbie Pitt section because people in the chat love that section when yeah. it, when it came up. And as I saw the feedback of what people thought about Robbie's section, because I remember watching Robbie's chapter two section that Don West made. And that like blew my mind also. It was such an interesting section from the visuals to the, the, the audio, the music. It works so well together with his style of skating. And it looks like one of the most fun sections to edit. Is that like, is that, is that true? Like how, how did you feel making that section? I mean, it was great. You know, I, I don't know if the editing, the editing was fun too, but definitely filming is always the best part. And so it, it's funny because when I film with Robbie, sometimes he'll like tell me these things that he wants to do. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, I'm going to like jump on this rail and like do like a handstand. I'm just like, all right. <laughs> like, like, how I'm, do I I'm film this? Film it, you know, yeah. like, like if that's what you want to do, like I'm just here to like document things and, and maybe I'll like suggest something sometimes here and there. But like, if you, if you got your, your mindset on something, which Robbie always does, then like, then I'm just down to film it, you know, and then we'll put it together and see how it goes. Yeah. And Robbie is definitely like very like, adamant about doing the things that he wants to do and so so i'll let him do that because I'm, I'm not going to be like no i don't want to film that i think that's kind of weird <laughs> even though some of the stuff is kind of weird but then when i watch it i was like oh that's kind of sick like, yeah. i don't know i just, I just want to say this part is like peak robbie it's like the best like hit my favorite section of his by far yeah well, that's, yes that's... he has so much good stuff in there yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, he does like that stair ride, which at first I was like, yeah. what? Like ride the stairs is like a, it's like a whole hill. <laughs> like, yeah, I was, I was, I was literally like about to ask funny, you. Know? I was literally about I got, to ask I you. I got CTE why, why just watching that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you what, how, how like he approached you with that because you just said he would tell you like what he wanted to do. And you'd be like, oh, okay, I guess I'll film it. And he was probably just like, hey, I want to stair ride this yeah. 200 stair yeah. set. Want to film me doing this? And you're like, yeah, okay. I just thought it was funny. You know, I was like, yeah. all right, <laughs> like, like, sure <laughs> that, that's why i like that that section in particular like not just all robbie sections for that reason but that one in particular when the steroid came it was like an intermission and it gave you a chance like smile and laugh and then like you continue on with yeah. like the six skating after that but he's like dead serious the whole time super focused like for like a minute it's it's when you really think about it it's it's extremely difficult you know like yeah your feet so even though it's a little it's a little comical because you see it and you're just like you're just like oh man that probably feels awful when you're when you're in it but to have like the, to have the, you know, the, 
the focus to like to really to really do that is kind of insane because I can barely even write down like six stairs. You know, you should have played in slow motion. It would have been a whole section long of just that clip in slow motion. <laughs> I don't think that I, it was getting kind of dark, so I had to film it in regular motion. Uh, we got to go back and shoot in slow mo. There's also not very much slow motion in the whole project. Here comes the train. Yeah, there wasn't. What? What? Yeah, the train again. Why wasn't there slow motion as much in there? <laughs> the train. I don't know. I don't really like it that much. You know, like it's. I like regular motion so that you see the way that it is. Just feel it for what it was most of the time, you know? Yeah. I find slow motion to be a little bit boring, for sure. Well, how do you live with a train like that next year? I don't even hear it. I don't know what you're talking about. That's insane. Um, yeah, a lot of people these days do film in slow-mo. It's like a, a thing now. It just looks cooler, I guess. You know, it's like the MTV look, you know? I didn't yeah. even notice that you didn't have slow-mo in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I do film in 60 half of the time, but just, I like I like when skating feels fast, you know? Not slow, mm -hmm. so. And it just shows how many clips were in that video too, because it's a 69-minute video, and there was like almost no slow-mo, and people who never thought about that before, when you slow-mo clips, obviously it takes longer, so you can make a video with a ton of slow-mo in it, but it's like half the clips that a normal video would have. Right, there, there's really only, like, I, I filmed everything on the Sony FS7, and there's, and it does like maybe 120 frames a second or something. Yeah. But there's really only one clip, I think, of the, of the little boy. I can't recall his name right now, but it, it's he's in Japan and he's doing like the air, but it's like this boy is like five years old. So it's kind of like, I think at that point, it's kind of nice to have something really slow because it kind of like reminds you of, of your childhood, you know, because you see mm -hmm. this six-year-old boy doing like this and you grab it and beat it and slide it off the floor, but he's really stoked. So it's like moments like that, I think are really nice to like, let live in, in that form but you know if it's not like that then it's kind of nice to just see it regular speed how, how old was the kid that in the japan section who did his first hand rail in, in Bible six mickey he you know he, he he messaged me on facebook maybe like a month ago and he's like hey man you spelled my name wrong i was like oh. <laughs> i was like what he's like i was like well you should have told me like six months ago because i mean i submitted the project to the digital distribution probably four months ago give or take so so you know the, the whole process takes a really long time you know well the whole, whole process takes an insanely long time, but the back end of like the quality control and then you submit the project and then you do subtitles and then you do all of the, all of this other artwork and-, and The subtitles I, in this? Um, yeah, yeah. Damn, is that like a requirement even for- it's a requirement, yeah, you have to do it. Oh shit, damn. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of extra work. <sighs> You're telling me. <laughs> all you had to do was watch it, you know? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was gonna say about, what was it gonna say, Mickey? Yeah, so his name is Mickey, but in, in, the, in the project, I think it says Tadashi or something. But that's what it says on his Facebook. So I was like, oh, wait, oh, it's not even close to his actual name. No, but I was, I was like, <laughs> it, it says that on his Facebook. He's like, oh, my dad did that. I was like, oh. Well, uh, see, that's fucked up. That's not even his name. He can't even be like in 10 years. That was me, you know, like they got my yeah, name. Well, wrong. you know, it's, it's, it's funny because then you, at, least you're, at least you're a kid and you're like, oh, they spelled my name wrong. And that was like my first moment, you know, and it's cool. Yeah. At least you see his face, and it was it was a really good memory. So I'm sorry, Mickey, for spelling your name wrong, but that was not intentional. <laughs> yeah, that that's awesome that you have such high quality skating in that video, and then in such contrast, you have this kid who hit his first street handrail, and then gets thrown up in the air by all his homies, all the older guys skating and shit. That like that took me back instantly to the days when I used yeah. to skate in my first handrail because I was like eight eight or nine years old when I did my first rails and it was the same thing. And I was like, that takes me back so much. So it was really cool and refreshing to see something different in a skate video rather than just like, you know, the typical Great stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's just like, that makes you feel good in a completely different way. Yeah. I mean, 
I, th I think with this project, you could, you could only hope to sell the idea to people that are younger so that they're able to come up in the same way that we all did because it's, it's so different than most people are, are raised, you know, like mm -hmm. so different than most of my family and so different than a lot of people that I know don't, don't get to experience the things that, that I have, you know, like people, people, you get out of high school, you go to college, you, you start working and that's great because maybe you have more money, but like, you've never, you've never traveled the world for 10 years straight, 15 years straight and have hundreds of friends and, you know, I'll have a birthday party and 70 people will come over and my mom's like, what the hell? I'm just like, well, I'm sorry, mom. I got a lot of friends. What do you want me to do? You know, like, and so like, it's, it's, it's important to, to display that because if you're able to sell, I mean, you know, obviously we're not selling this, but you know, if you're able to influence a newer generation, then, then, then the sport will live on. And, and that's the most important part. Mm -hmm. Sell that idea. Yeah. That, that's kind of where I was getting at with that is that, the fact that it is on these larger platforms now that somebody might stumble upon, you know, when it's, whether it's now they're paying for it or free down the line, whatever it is, someone may be stumbling upon it, a parent or their kid, and they're watching this video. And then the parent sees, you know, this little kid, and then all his friends are hyping him up and they're like throwing him in the air and like celebrating something, celebrating like a moment that a parent might not ever experience for right. their kid. Cause they're not there for that. They're not there hanging out with their friends all the time. So I think that's really cool. And it opens, opens up everyone's eyes who are completely, you know, blind to the sport and see what is on the other side of it rather than just people, you know, falling in and getting hurt. What's that show? Ridiculousness. Like, yeah, people like splitting rails and hitting their nuts and hitting their face on shit. Like there's another side to it that isn't shown in the limelight like that. So I'm, I'm glad that you put something like that in there that could be shown on Amazon, iTunes, stuff like that. So hopefully yeah. people and their kids and their parents see that and, you know, think about skating in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think at this point I, I've made a lot of projects, you know, and, and I'd like to make things that are for, for all, all people, not just people like me, but also people like my parents. And then there's like the thing that yesterday we also came out with, with, with John and it's a profile on John. And that's like, it's, it's something that is more like a documentary based on him and and what he's done for this industry and how he's done it and what he's doing and and to to make something like that that's for people to really like to really understand why it's important for because john could have been mickey you know at some point in his life he probably was and so if 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 you're able to start people here and then they couldn't go there then then really like that's 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 where the sport will progress in a lot of ways for the people that actually skate, not, not just for the people that manufacture skates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so making, making multiple style projects, you know, whether it's documentaries or just traditional skate videos or whatever, but getting things to the level that I feel like they should be seen at is important. That way it's, it's received by as many people as I can have watch it, you know? Mm -hmm. whether you skate or not you know so you're on a you're on a different mission you're not on the just trying to make a few bucks here on on the larger mission obviously i think that's I mean, the, the I, theme I, of this whole yeah like there is there is no money that can be made from skating that will that would ever satisfy like the the need that i have to make things because i'm never going to make enough money yeah from, from from skating but 
but I also work, I work in, in the real world of, of film sometimes and I film things and I edit, shout out to, to Justin Lomax. He works, you know, he's, he's given me a lot of work in my age or, you know, in my upbringing that, that was really able to sustain a lot of the projects that I made because I would leave for like two months and then be like, yo, Justin, you got new work. And then he's like, yeah, here, you, uh, can you help me with this? Or, or here, I'm going to connect you with this guy. And that was really able to, because he understood that the way, the way skating was and the way the skater lifestyle was or whatever, then, then I was able to build a network of people that understood the, the, the things that I was trying to do. But also with doing that, I've been able to develop skills that are useful in, in the regular world, right? Like I can film yeah. other things, not just skating, you know? I actually wanted to talk to you about that. <clears throat> because this podcast is a unusual one because we came directly off of a video and we're talking to you mainly about the whole video and yeah. we're going to open up for questions soon, but um, you started skating and that skating led you into learning how to do videography and that videography led to, you know, a career in your life and then all these projects. So if you don't mind, even though we're starting this a little later, what was your introductory introduction to skating and then therefore into uh you know filming through that and after that i think we'll open it up for some questions all right well i guess a long story short you know because obviously it's always a long yeah, it's story. a super long story yeah, sure. um i mean i started skating with victor victor arias when he used to live across the street from me um where, where my parents still live and i remember like his cousin like did a front side off like the back of a bed of a truck you know and i was like damn that is so sick and so then we started skating because they had like Bauer F3s. This is, I guess, I don't necessarily know if it was before a lot of aggressive skating because obviously there were people skating like that before, but in, in, in my world, I, have never, I had never seen it. And so we had some, some Bauer's, I think they were F3s and then you just take the wheels out and then there was like a rail on the ground in between the sidewalk and the grass and you just kind of would skate that. But that was maybe like in the 90s 99 and at that point eventually like there was like 10 people in my block that skated and there was probably like 50 people in my town that skated and then yeah, two years later lot. two years later it was just like me and victor you know <laughs> and it's like it was like boom and then like boom and then it was just me and victor skating and that's when we met Vinny, essentially because Vinny was Vinny was a little older especially for that age period you know when he's like 18 and we're like 14 or something you know yeah but then he kind of like introduced us to everybody and, and I kind of started filming because I would film him really, or like film, yeah, because I would film him for other projects and he was already like, he was already good. And he was already in the videos and he was already, I don't know, necessarily know if he was professional then, but he was, people were like, people wanted footage of him. And so I would film him and then, and then eventually, and I think I would film with Justin Lomax too, because he, Justin Lomax always made the videos or not all, not all of them, but he made some of them that Vinny was in and then eventually I started filming with and for Justin and kind of just like happened like that, you know, but it was kind of just like filming your friends, like just like whatever. Right. And then, and then, so I eventually me and Vinny started making our own videos, which was like high P one, high P two, high P three kind of stuff. Yeah. How can we, but do? at that point, shout out Vinny Mitten, shout out high Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be huge. Really shout out Vinny, obviously yeah, big, big shout guy, out Vinny, my two, two big dogs. Um, and Justin, of course. And so, and so Justin kind of stopped. So he stopped making skate videos, but he started, he went to college, uh, unlike me, you know, but, but it's kind of like, because he went to college, I kind of went to college 
because because then he started hiring me for like you know i get like 50 dollars a day or something you know which which at the time was pretty good because i was probably like 17 or 16 or something and so he's as as his productions grew then our like skills kind of like expanded because then we weren't just filming skating you know we were filming the trail tv stuff or we were filming a wedding or we were filming uh just i don't know whatever you know like whatever it was like they were doing work and they were hiring their friends which was like me and Vinny, and it kind of just like kept going from there and there and there and then the networks got bigger but it was like the the crews were similar and and now everyone is like an adult you know and everyone's found their own way but I'm still trying to make skate videos too, you know, <laughs> because now I have more money. Cause I, cause I work, yeah. I work in, in uh, an industry that pays moderately well. And so I'm able to, to work and, and I don't have kids and I don't have a wife and I don't have a huge overhead. So like I can afford to, to put my own money into blading because it's really the only reason why I'm here, you know, maybe not physically, but where I am in my life. Yeah. It's, it's been the, uh, the, the tool, the medium that's brought you to your career and your, what you do. Oh yeah. That's without a doubt for sure. And then that's why I guess I try so hard to make all of these things because if I can get more people to follow a similar path in life, then, then that's, then that's really the, that's really the goal. Yeah. It's, it's like what you learn through, through blading. It's, it's not necessarily the blading, but it's yeah. like what you learn through blading. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's that's the idea in a nutshell, you know. Well, Very I think motivating. Could, we should open it up for questions. I think. What do you think, Austin? I agree with you on that. Um, if you're gonna ask a question for Yvonne, um, we're gonna get to the super chats first, obviously. But don't forget to at Jump Street Podcast uh, in the live chat right now, so that we know to look for your question. Um, while we're letting the questions stack up, I just want to remind everybody again about the Jump Street Donate and Skate that we're throwing this weekend. Yes. Um, real quickly, we are going to be collecting skates. If you have any secondhand skates, frames, wheels, bearings, anything like that, we are collecting donations to donate to less fortunate either cities or countries or people around the world, wherever they need skates. We're going to help donate and send some skates out to these people to get them, get some wheels on their feet again. So Billy's hosting one in LA this Saturday, December 5th at Houghton Skate Park at noon. Um, so, huh? Long Beach. Long Beach. Long, Long Beach. Beach. Long Beach. Um, and yeah, so bring your skate parts, stuff like that, skates, frames, wheels, bearings, anything like that. that we yeah, can anything use. that you have that's in good shape and uh, you become part of this drawing. But uh, there's also one in New York that Austin's going to talk about. Dang, yeah. The New York one is at Ascar Ledges, which is the new coping ledges under the Kosciuszko Bridge. Uh, that's also this Saturday, December 5th at noon. Same thing. Bring what you got. If you don't have anything, come anyway. Come skate. We're going to have a big session together. And uh, yeah, like Billy said, we're going to have uh, everybody who donates something. You're entered in for a drawing. To, we're going to have a few different things we're giving away throughout our fundraiser that we're going to have next week. So yeah. Bring and if you are cost. not in those cities and you want to be a part of this donate and skate, you can please email us at jumpstreetpodcast at gmail.com and you could send your stuff to us. We'll tell you where to send some stuff. And if you are in a place that is in need of some skates, you are someone who is in need of some skates, please email us at the same email, jumpstreetpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. 
please. And if you know somebody who needs skates, tell them to hit us up. Um, so let's get to our uh, South America. You know, I know I know Fish's been down there a few times, and you see people skate here, like damn, dude. Yeah, yeah, certainly. The wheels yeah. are like all cores, you know, just skating on cores. Yeah, we, we had someone in the good. chat that was saying uh, Venezuela, uh, Miguel Ibanez, I think he said. Uh, so please, please hit us up at jumpstreetpodcast at gmail, and we will figure that out. And come to the donate and skate, whatever you have, old frames, old uh, skates that are just sitting there in the corner. They've been staring at you for two years. You're not going to use them again. You're just sitting there getting dust. Someone could really enjoy those. It would make their day. So bring those to the donate and skate, and you will become you will be in a drawing for one of our very cool new t-shirts, maybe a mug, and we will send you a letter from Austin and I telling you where the skates have gone and who you've made a very happy camper. So donate. Hey, very nice. I, I, uh, I, I'm going to tell you a quick story real quick before we, we, we jump into the questions real fast because a few years ago, someone reached out to me from the Philippines to send skates. They, they asked me to um, reach out to like sponsor, my sponsors or whatever at the time and see if I could get them to send stuff. No one was answering them, I guess, but I was like, hey, listen, no one's like really answering. It's probably the end of the year. Maybe, maybe that's why no one has a budget to, to donate for contests anymore. He's like, do you have any used skates or any parts? We could still use it. I'm like, really? You want like my used stuff? Like my shit's fucked up. And they were like, yeah, just send it. So I sent them a pair of my old Valos and like, I don't know, some magazines and frames and wheels. And then I saw they had a contest and the winner got the skates. And when I saw the video of, these kids skating like a P rail under a bridge, it rained. So they had to re relocate the, the contest. Um, they were skating this P rail under this bridge and they were all getting so hyped, just as hype as anybody in like the X games would, or like at the blading cup or winter clash would, but it's like this small little community in the Philippines. And then they gave the winner, you know, my skates and they were so happy to have those skates. And that like changed my whole perspective on this whole thing. That's why we're doing the donating skate. But Something that you think doesn't make a big difference to yourself makes a huge impact on somebody else and really brings a smile to their face. So take that in consideration. That's a fact. Yeah. It's, it, That's it, a fact. Yeah. It, it just breeds like all, all this, these good vibes just breed. And um, yeah. And it, let's it get more people luck. on skates, you know? Mm -hmm. That's yeah, what it ultimately is, you know? Yeah. It, gets, it gets more people on skates. It gets younger people on skates. It gets, you know, that's how you keep scenes thriving because some places have that. Um, they you can't get it as easy. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, cool. let's, get, let's get some of these super chats. Bunch of questions. Yeah, there's a lot of questions coming in. Um, like we said, the super chats get in first. Um, Where do I see questions? How do I see? Or can I not see those? Do you, do you want to shout out the super chats, Austin? Yeah, yeah, the super chats. Um, we have Dale Tan uh, donated us $50. He said you could get a few beers out of this. So thank you, Dale. Um, I, I don't drink, but these guys could get a few beers out of that. <laughs> Uh, Raina said, cheers, Yvonne. Uh, Brian Krantz came through with the, the, the C note for the super chat. Uh, oh. He said, buying all the homies a beer for me on the next one. That's a lot of beer. He said, love you, Yvonne. I would, especially when it's only for me and Fish. <laughs> That's even more beer for you guys. Um, Alex O'Brien said, Yvonne, thanks for putting out. This is a typo here. He says, Yvonne, thanks for putting out such a great video. Most appreciative of this project. Can't wait to see what's next. Thanks, Jump Street, for the stream. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for watching, and thanks for the uh, donation as well. Uh, Phil Philip Lemoyne said, uh, the Yvonne Aris part was the best section of Hollow 6. If you don't agree. So good. <laughs> I don't so agree. good. It was, was pretty good. Favorite. I don't know about the best. It's pretty, pretty yeah, good. Vizugi's is the best. <laughs> Vizugi's your favorite? I, I would say so, yeah. 
I love the Sugis. Uh, fellow Lemoyne also, uh, second super chat. He said, when's the Vinnie Mitten VOD dropping? Asking for everyone. Thanks for putting me on with the weddings back in the day. Changed my life. Y'all need to make a them film in Hawaii. Bring the team. I can hold your tripod. LOL. Aloha. <laughs> yeah, but I know Philip from a long time ago because we would. Wait be- a second. He could hold. Wait, hang on. <laughs> I could hold you. Wait. Okay. We. Uh, I, I could hold your tripod. LOL. <laughs> Come on. We're just going to ignore use, that. We're just I don't gonna, use the tripod, but you could hold my backpack. I don't think you, I don't think you get to it. Okay. Well, <laughs> my word, your tripod. Oh, I don't know. My word, your tripod. Inside joke or something. I don't know. A movie joke. Sure. Um, yeah, that, on. Th- there should be um, uh, like a resurrection in Hawaii because no one's seen a Hawaii skate section or in a video. In, in well, Philip makes days. stuff in Hawaii. So, yeah, so I, I met him a long time ago because me, when, when I was like maybe 17 or 18 or something, me and Vinny started doing weddings together um, under, under the company that Vinny owns now. But at the time we were doing it together because we, we wanted to make money in film, right? And so we met a bunch of people through that and people would like help us film essentially. And then so that Philip was one of them. And so we, it was cool to like teach other people about the things that you learn that are involved in the same, in the same sport, right? Because then you're like teaching other, other people that blade how to film so that they can also pursue their own paths in life. And now he's, he's doing well because he's filming all the time and he lives in Hawaii. And I think he's doing, he's, he's relatively doing well, which, which is really cool to see because you you see people go from, you know, being young and like, pretty, just like myself, pretty oblivious and just like filming, like, you know, like you're just kind of doing it because you actually like it. But then there's like a lot of things that you have to learn. And so to be able to share that with people is, is really important. So, that's true. That's how you keep people involved. Helping everybody out. Um, Billy, do you have a, a question lined up? Yes. Um, how many times Noah Nuber asks, how many times did you fast slide Deer Valley Rail? We got to do a rewind on this, by the way. I think was I this, you mo- up about did, this. Did you, like, I, I don't understand the question. Did you, you do, why, why would you do that more than one time? Like, I'm trying to figure that out. I don't, <laughs> because one time was like for a picture and then one time was for the video or something. Well, oh, hang on. The J train's coming. Hang on. All right. The J train. <laughs> so much work. You know, <laughs> shout out to Sean Engler because I stayed at his house so many times in New York in my life. And uh, yeah. he lives in front of the, I don't know if it's the J train or not. Maybe it is. I think it is yeah. a J train. No, it's it the <laughs> JMZ. I think it's so it it's, it's scary. It's like, <laughs> it shakes the apartment. Yeah, it's, it's so much worse. Mine's just like a straight shot, you know. They're just honking a bunch, just like everywhere in New York. So I don't even know why you're tripping over there. It's like, you're just honking a few times. No big deal. But the J train is so much worse. Uh, yeah, but... But, um... but just, just twice because... Because one time it was for a photograph and initially I think we just like did it to film it just for, but I, I mean, at the time, I obviously, I don't really remember anymore because, you know, being or something, but it wasn't that hard. That's for sure. Will you, will you do a, a rewind on it for us and, and try I, to I get know, back I your owe, memory? I owe you. I, I, I'm not even sure what I can say other than like, I don't even know if I want to grind anymore. <laughs> that rail is insane like i'll grind maybe the rail that is there's like a rail on the side and like a wall rail which is like no, yeah no rewind doesn't mean you have to do it again yeah i i know i know <laughs> i'm not really sure what to say anymore because maybe you could do it again if you want well, i mean what, I, could probably, what if, I could probably front side it again. i've been doing a lot of fast slides for the record again because I, I kind of stopped doing it for about 10 years 
just because I just, you know, whatever. But I have been doing them a lot. I saw so you at the. I, I don't know if I could do that in particular because it's a little crazy, but I could probably do a kink rail or something, you know? You so, fast like kink rails? I probably could. Yeah. Oh, I want to see that in the Vilo 7 section. There will be no more Vilo videos. <laughs> yeah, that was the next question. When's the next Vilo video coming out? No, I'm kidding. Um, I, if there's another one coming out, I will not be making it. That's for sure. <laughs> but I'll make more stuff, you know, just, just not under that name. But um, it, was, it was a good time, for sure. Stephen Babcock asks, uh, what's that yellow stuff you put on the chicken? <laughs> oh. Uh, they came over for dinner. It's, it's like an adobo, onion, garlic thing, you know? I be, Because I spent... I haven't had a job since I was 16. And so I've spent a lot of time, you know, at home working or whatever. So I also spend a lot of time cooking because it's kind of like a nice way to, to get yeah. off your computer. Lose money. Yeah. Well, well not, yeah, not lose money either, but also just like another nice avenue of, of some sort of creativity or something making, oh, my phone. Can we get any more noises coming out of your apartment today? <laughs> he's, he's fucking calling me. Who? The same guy who just asked the question. <laughs> That's that why he's doing it. Put him on the phone. Put him on. He hung up. He hung up. Put him on live. For, for anybody who's oh. listening, uh, Yvonne has a flip phone, by the way. Yeah, it's nice, man. They don't have to like talk talk to anyone when I'm out. Hello? Yo. Why are you blowing me up? I'm answering your question. Yo, hey, hey that fool asked the wrong question, dog. He said you asked the wrong <laughs> question. What, what's, what's, the, the, what's the question? What, what's the question? <laughs> my, my, my actual question is, you said he's talking about it? No! Hey, what? What? Hey, what? Motherfucker! Come on, I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> All right. <let's> <laughs> Yo, why are they getting hyphy on us for? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Welcome to the hey. Bay. All right. <laughs> he lost the question. We got to move on. That's right. it. We got to turn on anyway, the Anyway, spent a lot of time cooking, so yeah. it's, it, it's a nice way to... To relieve stress. That's not that cool. crazy, you are good at cooking because every time you go down to Jeff's house, oh, yeah, make a right. first of all, this man makes a hell of a guac dip. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, I cook a lot. Yeah, usually when we go down to Jeff's, everyone comes But over. also Ooh. some breakfast too. I'm sorry. Breakfast, dinner, lunch, whatever. You know. Mostly brunch though. I'm more of a, more, I've been like a decade of seven day brunching for a really long time. Lifetime bruncher. That's why you fit right in with the official Sunday <laughs> brunch crew. Shout out to yeah. the to the nicest brunch crew that ever existed. The nicest bunch of brunchers. OSB. <laughs> Shout out OSB. Um, we have a question from someone you might have heard of him. His name is Dave Payne. He has a couple of questions actually, but we'll start with this one. He said, "You heard of him?" Of course. Yeah. Um, I think he says, "How do you feel? Relief? Happiness? Exhale? Also, where do I book my VG room?" Um, I feel, I feel stoked for people to see it, you know, and it's kind of nice to just not have to think about it anymore. Cause I've spent so much time, like so, so, so much time thinking about it y years, you know, literally years. And, and it's nice to like, not, not have that anymore because now I can make other things, you know, that, and that's why I spent, I spent a lot of time making this thing with John because I did, because I submitted it so long ago that. 
like it, it's out of my mind, you know, at mm. least like in the creative process. And so it's, I can make more things that, that, that I feel I, I want to make. And so it's, it's like a big creative dam that was finally let loose. You know? Yeah. I feel like I, I can make other stuff and that's yeah, the yeah. part about it. Yeah. The relief. And now you have like free time again to, to do other stuff and put your mind towards other projects and like that, yeah. John thing. John. It's hard to like stack a lot of projects without finishing old projects, which, which I'm notorious for. Cause sometimes it takes me a long time to finish things, you know, but when I'm trying to do the, the best job I can every time, I'm not just like pumping shit out for like, you know, like on the daily or whatever. So, so things take time, you know? And yeah. so I, I'll, I'll stack things and eventually things will finish. You know, Hermanos took me five years. Paulo <laughs> took me five years. Most things take me five years. Man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't a, rush. You don't rush on a project. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you find me someone else who's making videos that are uh, an hour and nine minutes, then, then tell them to come talk to me. You know? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't think that this video was ever going to come out. <laughs> In all honesty. I, I, well, it did. Yeah, no, I'm happy it did. But D Dave uh, also asked another question. He says, what was the final budget on the film, a.k.a. Yvonne's personal? So he wants to know what you put down on the film. Five years of my life so i don't know what that's worth oh, but we got a priceless 10 yeah. bucks 1050 yeah. yeah i mean call it whatever you want but that's that's, <laughs> that's the time frame so I, 100 I'm not, racks I'm sure that there's a number to, the, to really put on it a million the time is more important than the money spent yeah the, the budget is not monetary you know oh damn i bet you weren't expecting that one dave uh, dave's a producer you know he wants to know actually i don't i didn't keep track because it's like just time, right? Like when you're just working on things, like a little bit here, a little bit there, like you don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not worried about keeping track because I think if you keep track, then it's probably upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> and so if um, I don't know that it's better. It would only be upsetting in these years, like 20 years from now, looking or 10 years just looking yeah, back. Yeah. It's always going to be that rich memory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's really like it's what that's, it's about, right? That's what's going to stick around, not like you know. Fifty thousand dollars that you spent on the project or something. Yeah. We have a question from I don't know if you know this person, Miguel Ramos. Uh, he said, "Hermanos video, Puerto Rico video. It will happen." <laughs> I'm reading it verbatim. I'm not translating. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it will happen. But you know, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, you got to finish certain things before finishing other things, and it's kind of just all part of part of all part of like the creative process you know because it's it's hard to to juggle a job like trying to have a job and working in all of these things that are like more commercial and then come home and like work on something that you truly care about because at that point you're like kind of fried you know like i can't like work five days a week which which i don't do most of the time but sometimes i do um you it's hard to balance like a a professional and and like joyous career you know like and so you, you go through waves of of being inspired and, and not being inspired to make things and and i know that i go through that for sure so sometimes i'm stoked and sometimes i just want to make money you know <laughs> because you have to yeah you have to like only make things that like and, and and their models cost money you know so i have to make money to, to produce this kind of stuff because print it's it's fucking expensive you know it's so if if i don't have if I don't have $20,000 to make a book, then Hermanos 2 is not coming out. So 
20 grand you need to make a book? 50 bucks. Print's expensive, man. Yeah. Especially like high quality print. Like, but you, you make a thousand <laughs> copies at $16 each on top of shipping, on top of how much everything costs, on top of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of time. It's, and then you try and sell it for $40 and people are like, oh, it's kind of a lot. And you're like, yeah. yeah. I think selling, selling the prints is, is what's hard because they, they're not cheap at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, that's, I mean, that's, that's what the print world costs and unless, and, and the more that you make, the less that it costs, but it takes more people to buy it for it yeah. to cost less. Mm -hmm. So if I can, if I can like, let's say we made a thousand hermanos and, but I, I sold five, 500 ish, you know, which was a lot of work because you're constantly pushing, you're constantly pushing and you're constantly pushing to try and get this thing to sell which is the least favorite, my least favorite part about it. You know, like I'm not like a social media marketing director, you know, like I'm just trying to go skate, make books, make films, and then constantly do that over and over and over again. But, but in order to do that, you have to push the projects. And in order to push the projects, you have to be involved in all of these social media avenues, which is, which is like, and, and as soon as you stop doing that, like, boom, no more sales, you know? And so mm -hmm. like, part of part of being your own creative entrepreneur whatever you want to call it i wouldn't call it that because you don't make any money but you know but but whatever you want to call it it's like be, being involved in all of the avenues of of the project and unfortunately that involves like posting on instagram every day you know which sometimes is cool but you gotta like respond to 50 people or 30 people some guys like i can't download this here i can't buy this there how much is shipping why is shipping so expensive it's like it's like a it's never ending you know and social all media I want to do is sell the project you know? yeah social media and customer service is a full-time job in itself by far oh, so so bad dude like it's it's out of control <clears throat> yeah and that's why i don't have a, that's why i have a flip phone <laughs> so if anyone wonders why he's not posting on his instagram account lately you know why now yeah. Yeah, um, well, that's a good I, move. I'm actually Instagram kind of jealous of that. I yeah, the, home, but I don't have Instagram on the mouth. So how do you see Instagram on the uh, computer? Yeah, well, but I have a, I have a, yeah, you see it on the computer, but one of my friends, girlfriends gave me an iPhone the other day. And so I, it's, it's hooked up to my wireless network. So I'm able to use like apps and stuff like that, but I just like, don't really use it when I'm out because if I'm out with my friends skating then then that's all I want to be doing, you know, or if I'm working then that's what I'm doing. And not like worried about what everyone else is doing. And it's kind of a nice way to disconnect when you're already so connected all the time. That's true. That is a good way to disconnect. Um, Philip Lemoyne, um, we mentioned before, we, if you ha anyone has stuff to send us for the, uh, the Jump Street Donate and Skate, hit us up. Send us an email at jumpstreetpodcast at gmail.com. Just wanted to throw that out there real quick because people are asking. Send, um, send money for shipping because that shit's not free, man. Well, yeah, we're gonna that's yeah, we're gonna talk about that in the next episode. We're gonna have a fundraiser, but that's that's actually the hard part is the shipping because it costs hundreds of dollars to send just like one pair of skates and like yeah. a set of frames to somebody. So it, it cost me twenty five dollars to ship a thirty dollar book. You know? Yeah, it's so, it's expensive. When what, I what about twenty five pairs of skates? Dude, like it's gonna cost thousand dollars. Yeah, no, that well, that yeah, that's the hard part. But we're gonna try to raise some money for that, but. I'll donate. I'll donate my part of the live stream to the. To the no, no. Can, can we also talk about keeping guys like Avon uh, active and doing these projects? So, when we support these projects, we support projects like this in the future. So, 
I want to see more projects like this. So if we can support these, we see more things like this in the future, support the homies work. Hell yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can buy it on a lot of avenues. So from what I understand, Vimeo works everywhere. iTunes works some places and, and like it's, it's, re you know, not regional, but country based. But I think maybe tomorrow I'll have a little bit more information on where, where it is actually located and how you can download it. But I think if you were to download on Vimeo, that is the, the most universal place because I don't think they have any sort of limitations for country. Yeah, well, we have, we have, the, like on demand or whatever. we have the links to everything in the video description right now. So pretty much just click on all the links and whatever pops up for you pops up. So not, uh, send me a message on Instagram. I'd be, I'd love to answer. Yeah. Hit a, hit Ivan up on his social media that he doesn't check now. No, I check it. <laughs> I, well, check my story, man. There's like 200 things on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. From today. Uh, Rolling Blader says, Yvonne, would you be open to doing coaching classes with folks trying to polish their videography skills? It's a new revenue stream for you right there. Of course. Yeah. I mean, just ask me some questions. I, I'm, I'm always down to help with things that I feel that I'm reasonably good at, you know? So like if I can help anyone, even if you don't skate, I'm down to help for sure. And then if you do skate, that's better because then, you know, and maybe you can follow in the path of me and my peers and Dave Payne and all these people who have, who have gone before me, you know? So sure. Ask me, ask it, ask me anything. If anybody doesn't know, Yvonne is a very nice guy. Very nice, very helpful guy. So I'm sure he's willing to do what he can to help you and whatever you need in your videography, photography skills, all yeah, that stuff. I also have photographs. I have a dark room at home. Um, I remember giving you photography tips. Yeah, you probably did. Yeah, on the Able Tour, the same tour that we got. Uh, me and oh, wow. Would you look at that. Yes. Well, you know, I, you guys go back. You, Able Tour. Did you guys go to Japan together? Yeah. That was the first place. Japan wow. on the Able Tour was the first place I ever went to, uh, like, you know, as a, as a young adult. And, and I, I would assume it's probably the same for Austin. Like, at least on, like, a skating trip, right? It was the first trip that I ever went on that was sponsored by a, a company. And so, to me, so that was, sick. like... That was, that was really incredible because in Japan you, of all places, yeah, yeah. like you go to a place that is so, so, so foreign. And like, it, it really blew my mind, like, especially at that age and not being like aware of, of many, many things that go on in, in the world other than like within your circle, within your bubble, bubble or whatever. But like, it really, like, it probably started all of this really. Cause it's like, damn, dude, you can, you can experience these kinds of things that that you would never experience if you just get a job at the bank you know and then buy a house yeah Shout out brandon smith does he used to have a job at the bank back in the day <laughs> yeah, yeah there's nothing wrong with having a job at the bank but I'm, <laughs> i mean maybe there's more money there to be had and if yeah. that's your concern then that's great well there is money at the bank <laughs> yeah now it depends on your account maybe not in my account yeah but i i, I think i know what you're saying i was just making yeah. a joke but um yeah. yes um Shout out to because he, he, he brought us all there, man. And that was really incredible. Me, yeah. Austin. Yeah. Uh, me, Austin. I was so jealous Victor, of that. You guys looked like you had such Jeff a good job. Stockwell, uh, Jeremy Stevenson. Uh, Jeremy Jeff Morris. Morris. A Sayer. Wow. Yeah, Sayer was, Sayer was there. there. There was a homie that was photographing. Um, Justin Lomax was there. Yeah, that's right. He wow. was there. It was it was so sick. What a crew! 
it was so sick and, and then, then we, it's like pre it's like pre-shed to your dead crew kind of like some, yeah. some of the people it's way bigger for sure yeah way bigger but yeah and then we skated with soichiro too and yeah soichiro and and jackie and was there time, you know, yuto was like the age of of mickey you know yeah. yuto was was 11 years old you know he was he no was tiny way. so so when you really think about it, it it's like it does really it does really influence the younger people to stay into because obviously Utah's incredible skater now you know mm-hmm. and so like if you're constantly pushing that then you're like feeding the youth i guess yeah that was that was an amazing trip and same thing like just like <laughs> how you said it was like my first big trip like that and outside it goes straight to japan it's like you get thrown right into the fire right there and it's like yeah, it, was, it was so sick dude. super That's epic amazing. uh we we have a super chat from butter tv yeah big so, shout out butter tv wow 100 bucks you got to keep that money you got kids and shit but we appreciate it. he said forget the beers this is for the book well but i guess the book that's not coming out yet oh the book oh <laughs> to, yeah it'll to, to fund the book yeah okay i'll take it yeah <laughs> um make a book for the latest project but it'll it'll take a little bit because the- it always does Victor Arias, a childhood friend of yours, he asks, which do, you, "Which do you like doing more, capturing skating in film, video, or through still photography?" I don't, I don't know. I think, I think still, I mean, I like both, obviously, and and I'm more. You would know me more through the through like the film, like the video and the motion stuff for sure. But but there is there's something really beautiful about capturing still images and like the way that you can like try and tell something in one single frame versus like the whole thing, you know. And so being aware of that in in both senses, I think I try you try and use like your st- style of photography into the motion so that you're you kind of try and tell the same thing so I, I don't know which one i like more i definitely film a lot more than i shoot still photography but i i probably like still photography more because i don't get paid for it and i don't have to do it for work but i i, I still really enjoy it so, so it's more of a passion it's, it's more it's more like pure passion and yeah. pure fun versus like I do video for work, but I also do for skating, which is also part of the passion, but it's like photography is, is mostly just like things. I only shoot things of things that I actually want to shoot. I'm not like shooting like some like iPhone on like a white backdrop, you know, (laughs) because like, I'm just not doing that for money, at least in photographs, but Mm -hmm. for video, like you could hire me to shoot an iPhone on backdrop, whatever. I'm down. (laughs) Yeah, those those pe- those personal projects and like those personal passions keep you going because otherwise it's just like any other work and you just don't want to. Yeah. It kills like your your the vibe and you know the passion to do all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you don't have something that that you enjoy within the realm of the things that you're doing, then at that point you might as well be a banker because at least you make. <laughs> it's like how people. It's like skating. If you if you're just skating to like you only go out and you only bust your ass to film sections. You only go out, you only bust your ass at contests to win that money. And then like, you never go home and, and skate the, you session the park with your friends, you know, just for fun, not taking a camera out. It's like, that's how one's a passion and one's like a job. Once you turn it into a job, it starts not becoming fun. Right. So you need those sessions with the homies 
So no matter no matter what the avenue is, I guess, or skating or filming or photography or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I just want to say real quick because we still have 147 people watching. Please go buy the video. Support this. Oh, yeah. It's incredible work. And I love up. this video. Right when this is done, I'm going to buy this video. And we'll watch it like 10 times. No, I haven't bought it yet. I'm sorry. You should have already bought it. I'm just kidding. I, 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 was, I was waiting for this. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, was waiting. I, was, <laughs> I thought this was the release date. I didn't know it was yesterday. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, been, been busy. <laughs> yes, everyone, please buy it. Um, there's a few more questions. Did you have one lined up, Austin? Uh, no, I didn't. Go for it. Okay, I do. Um, it's from Miguel. He said, ask Yvonne, when is he going to put together Hermanos 2 or Shred to Your Dead 3? Well, we just talked about Hermanos 2, so I'm not going to talk about that. But I, I would like to put it together next year, just, just to answer it really quickly. Um, but Shred to Your Dead 3, <laughs> I don't know, that would be sick. But we'd probably be staying in hotels more than camping. But I mean, everyone, a lot of those guys are still skating, so I guess it's, it's possible. But I mean, it, it, it's not going to be the same, you know, people are different. The era is different. It's, I think it's, it's had its, it's had its day, you know, it, mm. it could still happen in a certain way, but it, it, it probably won't be the same. Bird. Not everyone's down to like drive for two weeks and like camp every night and skate for like eight hours a day and like. Or has the time to do it. Yeah. Well, whether or not you have the time to do it, I don't know if you physically do it, because it's pretty, it's pretty draining, you know? Like skating every day for two weeks, dude. That's so hard unless you're B free or something. Shout out to B free. Unless you're skating every single day, then then that's it's physically not possible. And it, it would be the opposite if you did it now. If you brought like Bailey out of retirement to skate every day or stuff, like half well, a year. Unless maybe you haven't started training or something, you know. I'm sure he, I'm sure he'd be just as good as he always was. So oh yeah, definitely. Either, but you know, that would definitely. be cool. I think we should end it, but I have just one more, if, if that's okay, Austin. Yeah, I, I can't. I was about to say, I can't read the comments. For anybody out there who has a, a Mac, don't upgrade to Big Sur because my thing is all glitchy and blocked out, and I'm scared to refresh it. So I don't want to mess up the live stream. So I was going to tell you that I can't read the comments anymore. So you just carry on, Bill, if you can. Okay, this is a, you know, Avon and I have a personal uh, interest on this kind of question, but Yo Gert said, Question for Yvonne from Cameron. Have you ever beaten him in arm wrestling? I would say probably. I knew it was going to be about arm wrestling. Um, yeah, I don't think. I think probably. Cameron's probably pretty. I think Cameron's pretty weak. So, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that he would beat me. I, I, like, don't even. I wouldn't even consider him to be, you know, within the same uh, weight class. So. Wow. So, I have, but, but, but you, on the other hand, hmm. I almost i didn't almost beat you but i didn't lose that fast which i was pretty stoked on like you were struggling and that's like that's pretty good so give i'll give you like <laughs> i'll give you like five years and you'll probably lose at that point you know because yeah there was a long period in my life when i lost to my dad and then yeah. eventually like you know you get strong strong and then you're just like so Never i'm gonna give up start i'm yeah. gonna wait for you to start declining when i come to your house when you're like 45 yeah, and my feet, and you'd be like, "Yeah, well, okay, fine." You know, but but for now, you're the strongest guy I know. Yeah, I love. That. <laughs> well, next next to that's... like my 300 pound cousins, who you probably couldn't beat either. But yeah. that's like that's different, you know. Like, well, that that that's a big compliment, but um, 
thank th- thank you. You you um, guys you guys in in Murda and Shuda should start a, an arm wrestling podcast. I don't know if that exists yet, but you could have the first arm wrestling podcast. There's a good video of me arm wrestling Gonzo on YouTube from like 15 years ago. It's pretty <laughs> sick. <laughs> One. Me for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> One time in Canada, I beat like 30 people in a row. Every Canadian that was at this trip. <laughs> including Leon, including the Dave, including like everybody that was on this skating trip. So you beat Canada in arm wrestling. You beat all of Canada pretty much. I wouldn't say all of Canada, but but all uh, everyone that was on this particular trip on the east coast of Canada, yeah. And it was probably at least twenty people, maybe twenty five people. I really don't remember anymore because it's probably ten years ago. But yeah, your arms probably sore from that one. Well, that's that's what happens when you carry around a twenty five pound camera. Yeah, that's true. Over and over and over and over and over again, you know. That's true. That's true. The 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 patience, right? Like wow, like the patience to be a filmer. Lifting, lifting all day, you know. Yeah, I get tired when I'm just trying to get like one clip of one of the homies. I'm like, okay, are you done yet? But uh, yeah, it must be incredible patience. I'll be Justin Brosco, and he's jacked, you know. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that, that's show muscle. Let's oh, yeah, be honest. Yeah. He's, he's, he's all abs. That's it. That's show muscle. Yeah. <laughs> He'll meet you at a crunching contest. But if, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yvonne, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank, thank you. you so much for allowing us to have the premiere of We Are Valo 6. As we mentioned before, if you haven't bought it yet, please purchase it. Link is in the description of this video. Buy it on Amazon. Buy it on iTunes, Vimeo, Voodoo, Microsoft, all that stuff. Um, oh. Yeah, keep keep Yvonne making these these videos. Is there anything you wanted to say, Yvonne, before we uh, sign off? Um, no. Thank you. So, oh, that was very very cool. simple. Thank you guys for being down because I know I just called you on Sunday, but yeah, I'm no, that's promote this thing as much as I can, you know. So hell yeah, we're we're happy to do it, and we watch love- it for free, buy it, bootleg it. I don't even care as long as you're watching. Don't it, bootleg it. I mean, don't bootleg it, but you know, if you do bootleg it, then share it with as many people as you can. And then, and then when they're stoked that they watched it, then buy it. Share it to many people who don't skate. Yeah, exactly. Bootleg it to people that weren't going to buy it anyways. And that's cool. (laughs) And um, for anybody, one more time, for anybody who's in New York this weekend or in Long Beach, check out our Jump Street Donate and Skates. Um, Both of them happening this Saturday at noon. I was just brought to my attention that it's going to rain this uh, Saturday in New York. But that's why we're having it at that skate spot at uh, Asgard Ledges because it's covered by the bridge. So you can still skate there in the rain. So rain or shine, we're going to be there. Come on out. Um, Yvonne, thank you again so much. Everybody, thank you for watching. Thank you, And both. we will see you guys all in the next one. Yeah. Peace. Thank you. Thank Good you. Night, y'all. <laughs> Later.